what is up self-thinkers this is at mr cogfit also known as jay coming at you with the self-thinker podcast now today is going to be really really cool and interesting because we're going to talk about uh something different things outside the nutrition and health space we're going to be talking about pretty much the philosophy of science how to think and how to not only how to think but how to have integrity while you're thinking uh there is a particular value system behind thinking and we're going to get more into that i think in future podcast episodes but in this episode we're going to talk about something that's really important that i think not a lot of people understand when it comes to science and that is the proportion of the evidence this notion of the proportion of the evidence now i'm going to get into this so this originates from david hume philosopher david hume he is an 18th century philosopher scottish uh pretty much was one of the four founders of the philosophy of science uh how we pretty much know about science today and our ideas about what science is now he came up with something that's really i think essential in many of these discussions and arguments that we have online um, you know, I know that this podcast episode is not cons- not really revolving around nutrition and health, but of course I'm going to use it as an example. Uh, so recently, you know, there's a lot of tribalism behind certain dietary approaches, and it's really tough because this tribalism is leading to people deny basic facts and not considering research, consistent research that's going against their perceived notions. And I think what David Hume offers us is something essential that I think we all need to consider and really reevaluate when we talk about evidence and science. So what he gives us is he gives us a lot of things, but I love this in particular where David Hume mentions believing a claim in proportion to the evidence. Now, I could be paraphrasing that a little bit, but pretty much your belief in a certain claim uh, in particular when it comes to science should be dictated in proportion to the evidence now we can extrapolate this to pretty much everything uh but uh, in this discussion we're going to talk about nutritional science so i want you guys to really think about that what does that even mean think like accepting a claim in proportion to the evidence you know like what what does that mean for you guys uh i, I think another good quote from for that that goes kind of in tandem with that is extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence got that from Carl Sagan but I just want you guys to ponder that question before I answer it I'll give you like a few seconds do 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 all right done so pretty much what David Hume is mentioning when he's stating to believe things in proportion to the evidence the proportion of the evidence refers usually to the body of evidence and how strong the evidence is, how much of the evidence is out there should really dictate our, I guess, worldviews about not only worldviews, but decisions and choices around certain topics of discussion. Uh, when in particular in science, when it comes to certain claims and arguments, we should accept some over others just because of the sheer amount of evidence behind those claims um, and the strength of that evidence, not just the sheer amount, but the strength of that evidence as well. Now, this brings up a good point. Evidence in science is not absolute. It is in probabilities. So what does that even mean? So when I say there's no absolute proofs, you cannot know something 
for absolute certainty. So right now, I think the best example, uh, you know, I could give is if a lot of you guys have a car out there, I'm pretty sure your car is not on fire right now. It didn't just, you know, combust and just go on fire right now. Right. But there's always a possibility that's true. Like it, it's a phenomenon that happens. Now, the probability of that happening is really particularly low. I know I know a lot of you guys are probably not looking at your cars right now, wondering, wondering if it's a blaze. But that brings us an important point to an important point probability dictates a lot of what happens there's a probability of a lot of things just happening by chance now when we talk about probabilities this gets rid of the notion that we need absolute evidence that means 100 proof to prove something true so if we have a lot of evidence strong evidence behind something right like let's say we talk about calories in and calories out right we have a lot of evidence you know trials um control feeding studies metabolic word studies we have a lot of evidence supporting the notion that if you equate calories and yeah in circumstances protein because that affects the calories and calories out if you but let's say like if you compare calories there's no difference between weight loss of diets right and we know this because of the proportion of the evidence the probability that this is true is more so true than not true right just like with your car it's more so true that your car is not on fire than it is on fire out of nowhere because of no reason right so with calories in calories out there's a probability that we know it's probably more true than not true and we know this because of the evidence and the evidence is really strong it's the strongest type of evidence we have for the, the particular topic that we're talking about, which is RCTs, metabolic war studies, etc. We know this. So applying this principle to other areas of you know science is essential because people are asking for absolute proofs when we never have absolute proofs. You know, I could walk outside and I don't know, like something could fall on me and kill me. The probability of that happening is probably low, but it's still a chance. There is no absolute proofs in science. We can't control every single little thing. So we have to go based on probabilities. We need to believe in proportion to the evidence. And that should dictate our confidence in the evidence. So that needs, leads me to my next point. When we have the, the amount of evidence that pretty much a lot and the evidence is strong, then we can state with confidence that the claim or argument being made is probably true. Right. We can't say definitively 100% of the time that specific thing is true or not because there's a probably probability that it isn't, but it's probably mostly true. Right. Same thing with the car example. Same thing with, uh, you know, something falling on me example. Probably true. Now, there are certain circumstances that, you know, can increase or decrease that probability. Now, if I have like a shitload of fireworks in my car. Um, and it's a hot day, you know, it, would I really be that surprised if my car just went into blazes? Probably not. Um, if I'm by a construction site where they're building something and something falls and hit me, um, is that really out of the ordinary or something really, really unusual given the circumstances? Probably not. So there's other contexts to this, but the point is we have to think in these terms. We can't think in black and white anymore. We need to fucking grow up when it comes to thinking about science and evidence. So if there's a lot of strong evidence, I'm just going to wrap it up a little bit. 
So if there's a lot of strong evidence uh, behind something, well, behind a claim or argument, you should probably accept it. And the opposite is true. So if there really isn't a lot of evidence or very weak evidence, you probably shouldn't have a lot of confidence behind that claim or argument. That's probably It's probably not true. Probably. It's probably not true. There's more likely not true than it is true. If we're going based on probabilities. Um, so another question you probably have is, okay, so if there's a lot of strong evidence indicating something, so I have the confidence that this is true or not, and the opposite where um, there's not a lot of strong evidence or the evidence is weak, so I don't have a lot of confidence behind a claim. What if it's mixed? What if we don't know? What if there's some strong studies stating one thing and strong studies stating another thing? Like, what if it sways both ways? I think the best method for that is to say that you don't know. I know a lot of you guys are thinking, like, what? Like, admitting I don't know? Like, yeah. Like, get rid of your fucking pride and just admit that you don't know. Because we don't know. So, you can't really state something with confidence um, if there's no strong evidence in either, either direction. So if, if, if things are just happening sporadically by chance, um, then it's probably by chance. We don't know yet. And that's the amazing part about science. We don't know yet, but we can possibly know in the future. Our probabilities can pro- possibly change in the future. We probably get better techniques. We probably get better procedures, um, better methodology. Who, who knows? But that's the wonderful thing about science. So just to leave you guys off with just three main takeaways. You need to believe in proportion to the evidence. And what does that mean? Um, Pretty much the strength and amount of evidence should, should dictate the amount of confidence you have behind a claim or argument. So that's one. Two. There is no absolute evidence really in science, like most of the time. So you need to think in terms of probabilities of certain things being true or not. And three, if there is no evidence for or against something that's really strong or the evidence is mixed, then you don't know. It's unknown. So guys, that's where I'm going to leave off. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Um, please, you know, hit me up on Instagram at Mr. Cogfit. That's at mr.cogfit. Guys, I'm trying to make an ebook. Please, if you guys love my work, you guys love this podcast, I'm going to write an ebook. So, um, you know, if you guys want to chip in as far as letting me know what topics you guys want me to talk about, hit me up on Instagram via DM and tell me. And I will consider adding that to my ebook. All right, guys, have a good week. Peace.